0: There's joy in every journey.
1: You hear him? I hear a bird. I a bird. Miles, good morning. <laughs> good morning. you I gave go? him a that was a tip for him too. How you doing, buddy?
2: Doing well. Happy Memorial
1: Day. All right, little. You know you're traveling, right?
2: Yeah, I'm at the, I'm in South Carolina with some some friends for a lake trip right
1: now. All right. See there. So it's a little it's a little little nugget for you and your lady next time you guys take a little cruise for you. Have you had a chance to watch oh, this yeah. Braves team? Oh man! While we were while you've been on vacation this weekend.
2: Oh yeah, I had a priority watching here at the the TV we got up here, so we I had to you know, take some notes, of course, as the, the sports journalist that I am.
1: A priority? How did you call that again? You had a priority watch.
3: Yeah, yeah, a priority had a watch, watch because he's home on the yeah, morning. going to come on today and talk with us about.
1: Well, that. but he's you know, he's he's a fan. I figured he'd be watching anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no,
2: we we got a chance to watch the Phillies series up here, and uh, luckily we're up here with a couple of Braves fans too, so they didn't
1: mind. All right, Miles, go ahead, break it down for us. What do you look? What are you liking about this team right now, especially the way they ended this weekend, heading out to Oakland?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 obviously this week with the schedule, they they did lose the series against the Dodgers. I know that was unfortunate with Freddie coming back, he gets the home run and whatnot, but they do salvage one. And the split with the Phillies, I think, was huge, especially going into the series this week against a team like the A's who were struggling heavily. So I think this past week it wasn't exactly what you wanted, but it also, you know, you don't really lose too much ground in the NL East anyways. You're about four and a half games up, and now you get a huge game today, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this a little bit more, the return of Michael Sirocco, which this team needs desperately. And imagine if he comes back to the Mike Soroka of old, and this team's really going to be humming because – you could argue that Michael Soroka was the best pitcher on this roster, even ahead of Max Fried before he got hurt. So his return will be a huge development to follow.
3: Spend the time on the WaitForIt.com outline on this holiday Monday morning with Miles Garrett, and he is social. Found him on Twitter at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. Okay, will Mike Soroka recognize the old Mike Soroka? You talk about the Mike Soroka bow. Will he even recognize that person? Does he remember that? It's been three years since we've seen this guy.
2: I guess it's one of those things where you're not going to know until you see it, right? I mean, this is a long time coming that we've seen Michael Soroka pitch at the major league level, tearing two Achilles tendons. I mean, the last time we saw him was 2020. It was a COVID-shortened season. It like a lifetime ago. But before that, he was right up there with Ronald Acuna Jr. as basically the next two phenoms for this team. We saw basically one full season of it. He was the opening day starter for this team. And at that time, he was looking like that ace of the future. It looked like it was going to be a new trio of Braves and Soroka, freed. And at that time, Ian Anderson looks like Spencer Strider has sort of stepped into that role now. But if you get those three-headed monsters to come back at their true form, this team is going to be absolutely scary to see this offseason, especially with the development of a guy like Jared Schuster. And then you've also got Charlie Morton still holding it down. But, yeah, as you were saying, you want to see – Michael Soroka return to what he used to be, I think Braves fans need to be patient because, again, it's been two whole years since we've seen him in action, and you know it's going to take some adjustment. I'm sure they probably won't have him throwing 100 pitches. I'm sure they're going to maybe try to lighten his load, ease his way back into the lineup. It's what he did at the minor league level. I think this was the reason that Alex Anthopoulos called him back up. He was finally able to pitch. I believe it was around 96 pitches in Gwinnett and had a very good outing, and that was the reason he was called up. So, uh, I think they're going to ease him in, and uh, hopefully he's able to return to starting form very quickly.
3: I think it's a pitch count or inning. You think they say three innings regardless or just just the number of pitches? Which one do you think would go with?
2: I think it'll be a pitch count, and I do think it'll be dependent on how he actually does as well. I think if he's you know, given up a few runs, I'm sure Luis will be a lot shorter. But I think they'll err on the side of caution, even if he's doing very well. Um, I don't expect to see him go past six innings or so. If, if he does, that would be great. I, just, I think that would be a great development to kind of show his assessment of where he's at right now in his, in his recovery. But uh, I wouldn't expect to see him go too long into the game.
3: Michael Harris is someone we've been watching, and it was this time last year, right around this time, that he joined the team and just solidified things in the outfield and helped uh, kickstart a team that had gotten off to a pretty slow start. This year, he's had the injury, and his start has been kind of slow. He seems like he's rounding back into form here in the last few games. But what's your thoughts on what you've seen from him, plus a a fantastic catch last night?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's arguably going through sort of what Marcelo Zuno was going through to start this season, maybe not to that kind of extent. But I do really enjoy seeing Michael Harris working with Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones likes to take a lot of these guys under his wing when they're struggling, especially at the plate they talked about working on mechanics of hitting opposite field. Uh, That was a big thing for Michael Harris to sort of loosen up and not only hit, but hit in an opposite direction. And he he at least has said that it's been crucial to his uh, development and returning back to form. Uh, Obviously, the average is not where you want it to be right now. It seems like he hasn't necessarily been the same ever since he sustained that injury, uh, jumping up on the wall. And uh, when he was sliding into second base, uh, I believe it was over a month ago now, But, uh, again, we've said it on this show multiple times. Baseball is a streaky sport. There's going to be a month probably where Michael Harris, you know, can't buy an out. He's going to be that hot at the plate. We're seeing it right now with Marcelo Zuna being one of the hottest batters. So it's a marathon, not a sprint. And, unfortunately, Michael Harris, I think, has just been in one of those streaks lately that uh, he's trying to get out of. And, as you're saying, I think he's slowly working his way out because you're seeing those glimpses of what made him rookie of the year.
1: Does this Braves team have a 40-40 player at the end of the year, all things being equal and everybody remains healthy?
2: Man, I think there could be a 60-30 potentially. I saw uh, that
1: article. Was, I don't know about so that.
2: <laughs> I think there could be a stolen base. I don't know if he'll hit 60 home runs, but I think he's on pace for 60 stolen bases, that's for sure. Uh, no, in all, in all seriousness, I do think that there is a huge possibility that Ronald Acuna Jr. can get that 40-40 mark. He's playing like an MVP. I'm sure you guys – I don't know if you guys saw that uh, article about Ronald Acuna's basically long recovery from his ACL tear and getting back to form. Uh, really insightful interviews with Eric Young and his father and his family members about what went into the process of him coming back and returning to his MVP level. And you're seeing him put it together this year. And just He's right up there now, I think. And I don't think it's controversial to say – with the Mike Trouts of the world. I think it's Ronald Acuna, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. I think there's nothing wrong with putting those three players in the same class because it's been ridiculous what Acuna does, even on the base path. I, I think it was earlier this week, he steals the base going into second and just rounds it and goes straight to third because he notices no one standing at the bag. And just like that, you have a guy at third base with no outs. That's the kind of difference he brings to the table with his speed, five tool type player that you have. And, uh, Chipper Jones also said it, too. I mean, I think he's arguably the most talented, talented Braves player to ever put on that jersey.
1: All right, Sam, you know what? You're, you're absolutely right. And and even though this guy and I have become friends and, and I talk to him regularly, even throughout, throughout the week, we're not on the show, Miles and I have become tight. Yeah. But I want to apologize to you publicly for rambling on about that cruise ship story and cutting into your time. So I, I wanted to do that. And, and thank you for being so patient And and... That's all I wanted to say. Of course. I
2: mean, I've been on a cruise, too, so I get it. Okay. We're on an Alaskan cruise last summer. It has its fun moments.
1: I'm trying to apply more self-awareness in my life. So, you know, even (laughs) though I had to pass that information on to Max, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get better. Like I said, I'm just a big dude trying to get into heaven. Now, I will ask you this, having said that. Where the hell are you at? What farm are you hanging out on?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I didn't think you guys could hear the roosters. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. (laughs) It's like Green it Acres, is, man. Know, Where are you man.
3: at? Either that or you, are you a South Carolina football game. <laughs> it is very close to
2: Clemson. I will say that. So there's uh, the, a the rooster farm right next door to us here.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even know what to say on that one. But listen, just travel safely. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, Miles, thanks for getting up and uh, contributing to the show.
2: Absolutely, guys. Have a great day. All right.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,